Man tukat punkpaden divet in eternum. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just a word about the value, indeed, the necessity of keeping octaves. We are celebrating the octave of Corpus Christi. The octave affords us an opportunity to hear over and over again the Mass and Office of the Feast. And this because we need to hear the same thing over and over again, so that by dint of repetition, these sublime truths of our Catholic faith concerning the most holy sacrament of the altar might descend from our heads into our hearts. It is impossible to exhaust in a single hearing, for example, the marvelous sequence composed by St. Thomas Aquinas for this feast. The sequence of the Mass of Corpus Christi gives us, in poetry and in music, a complete catechism of the Most Holy Eucharist. Everything a Catholic needs to know and believe about the Most Holy Eucharist, St. Thomas expresses in the sequence of the Mass of Corpus Christi. A professor of theology once came to me asking what recommendations I would make for the content of a course he had to teach on the Most Holy Eucharist. And I said, teach the Laudation, teach the sequence of the Mass of Pentecost from beginning to end, and you will have given your students a complete understanding of the adorable mystery of the Most Holy Eucharist. And so we repeat it, so as to be able to take it all in. It, it exceeds all telling, St. Thomas says. And so a single hearing is not sufficient. We have in our monastery, being Benedictines of perpetual adoration, the privilege and the joy of retaining the ancient octave of Corpus Christi, which culminates, of course, on Friday next with the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The same must be said of the Gospel which is taken from our Lord's Discourse on the Bread of Life in the sixth chapter of St. John. Uh, were we to read this every day uh, from uh, our First Holy Communion until our last Holy Communion, we will not have exhausted the content of the sixth chapter of St. John. 
This is the bread that came down from heaven. John Cassian was telling me about his discovery of Don Bagagini's schematic presentation of the economy of salvation. Don Cipriano Bagagini was a Benedictine monk who wrote a marvelous book on the liturgy in which he outlines a great circular movement that the whole divine design for our salvation comes from the Father, through the Son, and in the Holy Ghost returns to the Father. The whole economy of salvation is contained in this immense circular movement. And when our Lord says, this is the bread that came down from heaven, we have the movement out of the Father. St. Thomas says that the Son uh, makes himself our food, comes into this world in order to give himself to us mysteriously without leaving the Father's side. When our Lord gave the discourse on the bread of life, he already held in his sacred heart the design of the Most Holy Eucharist. The discourse on the bread of life points, of course, to the institution of the Most Holy Eucharist at the Last Supper in the Cenacle. It points and explains, uh, it points to and explains for us that word of St. Paul in the Epistle, as often as you shall eat this bread, this bread, the same word used in John 6, and drink this chalice, you shall show the death of the Lord until he come. Every Holy Communion realizes for us that great circular movement. Our Lord comes from the Father to unite us to himself and to impart to us the gift of the Holy Ghost so that we, through him and in the Holy Ghost, might pass over to the Father as one oblation with Christ. The preface that we're using on some of the days of this octave that makes a point of saying that we become, we who partake of the body and blood of Christ in Holy Communion, become with him one victim made over, offered to the Father. And that is the, the culmination of that great circular movement that we, with Christ, through Christ, and in the Holy Ghost, are presented to the Father as a single offering, the body and all its members being offered together with the head. So much could be said about the texts of this Mass. They are inexhaustible. And this We are given an opportunity during the octave to, to probe, to mine, to ruminate the texts of this Mass of Corpus Christi, but even uh, doing it over a lifetime, from our first Holy Communion to our last, we will not have exhausted uh, the fullness of 
this sublime mystery. May it be given us at least to adore what we can never with our minds fully grasp. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.